Hey everyone, exciting announcement. We will be giving away Marvin Monkey stuffed animals to dedicated listeners of the podcast throughout the month of November. This is how it will work. At the end of each podcast released in November, there will be a question about the content of an episode of the podcast. Send your answer to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. You will have one week to answer each question. For example, for the question released on the November 6th episode, you have until November 13th to email your answer in. Winners will be randomly chosen from correct answers. There will be one question released each week with one winner randomly chosen per question, except for the November 27th episode where two winners will be chosen, bringing the total number of free Marvin monkeys to five. Grapeseed staff will not be eligible to win, but anyone else who is listening will. Once all winners have been chosen, we will ship out the monkeys in December. So be ready to send your answers to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. And be ready for the first question on the November 6th episode. Happy listening! Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. In this episode of the All These Things series, we'll focus on readers. This episode will focus on readers from Units 11 to 20. We will talk about Units 21 and up in a future All These Things podcast. In the first 10 units of Grapeseed, we build a strong oral foundation for our students while also equipping them with phonics knowledge and some basic reading practice. Units 8 to 10 bring in Let's Start Reading Sentence cards helping us bridge the gap from the skills they have been learning to the actual readers we will be talking about in this episode. If you have been teaching Grapeseed for a long time, you would have noticed the change from general readers in units 11 to 20 to now basic readers in units 11 to 15 and intermediate readers in units 16 to 20. This differentiation provides our students another step to help acclimate them into reading more and more complex material. These readers, combined with the multiletter phonogram students started learning in Unit 9 and continuing until Unit 14, will further build on their reading skills so that they are ready for even more complex readings in the form of chapter books in Units 21 and above. One concept to highlight is that of grapeseed read-write words, words that are frequently used in the English language. Just like the language and expressions we teach to our students orally beginning in Unit 1 through our controlled vocabulary and our functional notional approach, we want to arm students with the skills and confidence necessary to be accurate, confident readers. Starting their independent reading journeys by targeting language they know already from earlier units orally in targeted reading practice will quickly show them that they can read and thus will be more motivated to do so going forward. Another concept to talk about is tracking. Remember that pointer we use from Unit 1 with our poems and big books? We show our students that when we read, we track text by pointing to it. Early on with basic readers, we want to encourage our students to continue doing this to help them focus. Most of us started reading in a similar manner, pointing to the words as we read. However, over time, we transitioned from tracking with our fingers to simply tracking text with our eyes. Our students will also grow in confidence and accuracy to the point where they no longer need to track text with their fingers and we can help them transition away from it. Typically, you want to shoot for around unit 15 for this transition to occur, 
but your particular class may transition earlier or later than this. So let's look at the teaching method of both of these tools separately. Naturally, we will start with the basic readers in units 11 to 15. As mentioned before, these are a step up from the let's start reading cards in that they will be reading longer stories as opposed to a sentence or two on a single card. The stories are simple, but all incorporate a lot of practice in the first 100 of the Grapeseed Read Write words. In the stories in the basic readers for units 11 to 14, students will practice these initial 100 words over the five stories they read per reader. Unit 15's basic reader has 10 stories that review all 100 words. As always, you will want to closely follow the directions in your lesson plan on a given day, but in general, you will want to have the grapeseed read write words associated with the story in your reader written on the whiteboard before class begins. When you get to reader time while you are teaching, you will first want to decode and read the words together with your students. This will give them initial practice and help build word recognition skills before they attempt to read those same words within a story, among other words. Your lesson plan and your teacher manual will tell you which grapeseed read write words go with which story. After this, you will read the story page by page with the class in the student-teacher pattern. This means that these materials are student-attack. They attempt to read first and you echo them with proper pronunciation and fluency. If they struggle with a particular word, you can have them stop and decode it and then try to read the sentence again. Once you finish, you will typically ask one or two comprehension questions to check for understanding. We want our students to be thinking about what they are reading, because if they understand it, they will be more successful and motivated readers. As your students grow in confidence and accuracy, you can transition from the whole class reading together with you echoing to smaller groups taking turns throughout the story with you echoing. You can even get to a point where you allow students to read individually or in pairs, but in general, stick to the directions given in your lesson plan. As we stated in an earlier podcast, the lesson plans already take into account the progression of learning. One last note before we move on to the teaching method for intermediate readers. Students will read each basic reader story three lessons in a row before moving to the next story. Since Unit 15 has more stories in it and is a review of all the Grapeseed Read Write Word students were practicing in Units 11 to 14, they will read each story twice. Now on to intermediate readers. Opening one up, you will notice that there are A stories and B stories. You will teach these slightly differently, but they aren't completely independent. They contain many of the same language and expressions, but since they are completely different stories, our students will get more reading practice and also more confidence. In general, you will read one set of A and B stories in each lesson and move on to a new set after every two lessons. In the first lesson, you will read the A reader first in the student-teacher pattern, similar to what you did with basic readers, echoing after every page the students read. You will ask a couple comprehension questions at the end, then have your students pair up and read the B story in their pair groups. While they are reading, you can go around supporting groups as necessary. In the second lesson, you will ask smaller groups to take different pages of the A story while you model after them. The students then can spread out and read the B story independently while you walk around and support them as necessary. Once everyone comes back together, you can ask a question or two about the B story. So let's move on to pitfalls and things to avoid. Just like writers, reader time can significantly slow your pacing if you are not prepared. Make sure you label books with student names before lesson time and have them ready to deploy as quickly as possible. 
If you have assigned seats at tables, you can use that same plastic tray idea I brought up in the writer podcast. Make a consistent routine for entering and exiting reader time, and you shouldn't have too many pacing issues. One other potential area where pacing can become an issue is making the decision to stop and have students decode a word before rereading the page. We certainly recommend doing this, but you'll have to think about the pacing of your lesson and the ability of your students. Try to stop only if many students are struggling with a particular word. If you have only one student who is struggling and you constantly stop for them, this could raise their affective filter and invite other students to be mean. In this case, think of other ways you can support that one student. Could you secure some time before or after class for some reading practice? Where specifically are they struggling? And could you recommend certain materials for their RAP from the current or previous units to help support them? If you're teaching intermediate readers, you can spend extra time with students who are struggling as you walk around during the B story. You'll also want to be prepared for students who finish readers quicker than other students, usually with the B story of intermediate readers. This tends to be not as big an issue as it is with writers, but still having a plan for idle students is ideal. Usually, the best course of action is to have students who finish reading early read the story they just read once more. Make sure to praise them if they read the story quickly and nicely so they aren't demotivated to go back and do what they just did again. Now that we know what to avoid, what can we do to be really effective with readers? The biggest recommendation relates to your question time. I mentioned earlier we want students to think about what they are reading, not just say the words on the page. When you ask questions, try not to let your students look in their books for the answer. Try to build a culture of them retaining that information as they read it. So how can you do this? In your first few stories, you can have students close their books and put them on the table before you ask them the questions. Discourage them from opening the book for a few seconds and see if you can get a correct answer without them looking. Make sure to praise success here, or even a good try. If they are completely unable, then allow them to look in the books. After following this routine for a few lessons, your students will understand your expectation and will do a better job thinking about the language as they are reading it. Another point seems fairly obvious on its surface, but you really want to be listening to your students as they are reading. This will give you so much important data that you can use to help supplement areas where they are weak. Are you noticing that students consistently have trouble with words that all contain the same phonogram they learned in the past? Take 30 seconds to review it. Bring the original card out, whether it's a single or multi-letter phonogram, and practice it efficiently. Are they rushing through periods and ignoring the pause before a new sentence starts? Review that concept of print idea. Of course, you don't only want to listen for improvement areas, listen for successes as well. If you hear a particular student reading with proper fluency and not just like a robot, praise them for it to motivate the rest of the class to do the same. Reading with fluency can be tricky for students, especially when they are reading basic readers and A stories of intermediate readers in groups. Prioritize them reading together in unison, as this gives you clearer data on their ability level, but also continually encourage expression and fluency, praising it heavily when you hear it, especially when they're speaking in unison. Through these reader stories, we want our students to become independent, capable, and motivated readers. So always look to not only build up their skills, but their confidence as well. Hopefully, this episode has given you some new ideas or tips that you can employ in your own classrooms. If you have any other great ideas on using readers effectively, feel free to send them in to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. As always, thank you for listening 
and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends, goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.